I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like adult children. Yes, adult children adulting. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild. They've been living with us for, what, almost five years now. Well, what happened was they were living in another town, and they were sick, and they had contacted me and said they were sick because I have instructed them over many years that when you go to the hospital, yes, when you go to the ER, you inform your family that you have done so. Yes. And they did. That's they were good. in the ER over there. Mm-hmm. So I went there and got them and stopped at their house there, which they were sharing with a girlfriend mm-hmm. who was not there. They had gone to California to see family and were stuck there because the place they went had a mudslide and they couldn't leave. So they were going to be there a while. Mm -hmm. So I brought Zero Child back here to recover from their flu. Now, in retrospect, I realized that in part, they were also trying to be a vegetarian and probably not getting enough nutrition. And so their immune system was even more taxed. Yes. And then apparently there were some stressors involved because this is life. Well, that is true. Mm -hmm. But we had met- this This was the second or third girlfriend who had tried to move them out of our town and into some other town to be closer to some other family that ended up dissolving or disappearing or not being what the originally promised situation would be. Right. But when we had first met this girlfriend, we were all impressed. Like, okay, awesome. Person has a job. She's respectful. She She came over for some, some kind of thing. Yeah. Some birthday or something or family dinner. It must have been birthday because it, I'm thinking we, October birthdays. Yeah. Right. And then and then it would be Christmas and things were. Yes. And so. Right after that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, we liked this girl, but now said girl has taken you away from us like so many prior girlfriends have, mm-hmm. which was always a bad idea. Like it, it's. It's the, never turned out well. It's never. Tr- it's always been the isolating them from their family in order to maintain an unhealthy relationship dynamic. Well, that was true of the one who did move them twice. This one, I thought they they were both moving there because housing was cheaper and that person did have family there and there was work to be had. But she wasn't around. She wasn't there and, and Child Zero was ill. Very. Very ill. Needed care. And so I went and got them and then you and, you and I had to go back later. We had to get cats and things. Because they were not going back. Right. And they discovered that while they were here, recovering, but then also realized while they were here, as they told you, they realized that that was not a healthy relationship because that girlfriend had started drinking. Yes. And that was why they were not planning on going back. And it wasn't about the the drinking. It was about the fact that they they were addicted. They were suffering from really bad non-functional alcoholism. Yes. And it was making them mean and angry. And one of the things I found out as we were driving back and forth a few times to get their things out of that house was that one of the things that said mean angry girlfriend was now using to be mean and angry about was number zero child's gender. They are a gender. And that's not something I knew. Of course, I wasn't, you know, in the car with you guys. Yeah, I was the one doing a lot of the back and forth driving. You were doing a lot of working at that point. Well, I... And a lot of elder care things. Elder care things. Oh, yes. Yes, my mother was still alive. I was doing a lot of things if my mother was still alive. (laughs) So... 
Well, so. the, the, the flip side of that was, though, that, you know, when they did recover and they were staying here still, that they were able to hold down, you know, not steady jobs. They would be job hopping, mm-hmm. but they were at least, you know, contributing to the family and doing chores and helping out and going and taking off some of that elder care load. Right. And we, we still had the all the other kids here, too. We still had number one here as well. Mm-hmm. He was still in, in school. Yes. And number two and three were younger and needed more attentive attention. Yes. So they, yeah. they were all sorts of helpful, and we were all sorts of happy to have them here. That yes. was It was not a problem, except that we felt bad that they were once again getting jilted by some girl. Right. So they, they've been here... Mm-hmm. However, there was a lot of times where they were gone for a while, and that was usually at some other woman's house that yes. was not the best choice. No, they they have a lot of trauma, and so they end up, like a lot of people do who can't figure out through tr- through therapy how to stop reliving a lot of those unhealthy patterns and unhealthy relationship dynamics that they experienced when they were first learning how to human and how to relationship. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but then they've got the U-Haul lesbian thing going on. So it doesn't right. matter how dysfunctional it is. I'm moving in next week. Right. Right. They did actually joke once saying they did realize that they gave directions by where the U-Haul places were. So it's It's true the thing. Yeah, so they they were they've been here a lot of time and they would move out for up to several months at a time. And I don't think they ever really thought they were moving out. And this was a thing that they would say that they're they're not really moving out. They're just staying there for a while. Right. And and, and more and more of their stuff would go with them each time they came back yes. for something. <laughs> and sometimes their room would be pretty darn bare by the time they realized they needed to bring everything home and sometimes they didn't get to bring everything home. Mm-hmm. They've lost all their stuff in relationship breakups more than once. Mm-hmm. It's but true. The the situation was still okay because they knew that this was their home base and they knew that this was still going to be their safe place. And that's why they did over the course of this time, eventually ask you to finally adopt them. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did finally realize this was their home base and they have, you know, done the thing where they push us away, which is sort of an adolescent. I'm growing up and you can't tell me and I shouldn't have to and yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. They do have a little bit of that still man baby problem that I, that's the only way I can think of it when they act like that Mm -hmm. is that they're being a man baby, but it's making light of a very real situation where Again, it's that trauma response. They Their emotional development was stunted for so many years before they came to your home mm-hmm. that they are still behind. You know, they're a 30-year-old, 20-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't feel bad till you get in your 40s and then you're like, I feel old. What happened? What was I saying the other day? I'm too young to be this old? <laughs> You've said that the whole time I've known you. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. So that they've had a room here the whole time. They have. We did have that room before they moved in. We briefly had it as an office. Yes. When I was finishing my master's degree and then I didn't really need it anymore just about that same time. So yeah, it was that right after we moved in. Well, and then what we did was at that time also the two little kids had the two little rooms and then the teenager number one child had the room. The big upstairs room. By the, over the garage. And so when they moved in, they moved into the office. Yeah. And we put a bed in there. I don't even know where it came from because remembering is not my forte. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the the thing was though, then they ended up trading rooms so that when we brought the cats here, yeah, the cats could have the bigger space the upstairs. Cats, the cats were that okay downstairs. 
No. No, no, wait. The cats were okay downstairs, but they couldn't let them run around because if they let them out of the room, the problem was they were old. And if they jumped on things, they would either get hurt or break things. Ah, okay. So then they moved into number one's, they traded rooms with number one, who would not have traded just for them, but would trade for cats. Yes, that is true. So they traded rooms and then we put a screen door so the cats could make sure to have fresh air because as it got warm, that room, if you have the room open, it could still be 10 degrees warmer or cooler in there than the rest of the house because it's yeah. over the garage. Yeah. And then eventually, one of the times they moved out. I still put air quotes around that moved out. Yes. One of the times they moved out, we we put the kids in, well, they, they moved down, ended up moving downstairs during that time because then we put number two child over the garage and number three child having a two tiny little rooms because that way they would have less art projects glued to their clothes. It's true. And then when Zero came home again, they had the office. And yes. We didn't need an office for graduate school. I was done. Right. And I liked having an office, but you know, we have a lot of rooms in this house, so people should live in them. Well, right? I mean, if they're actually going to live in them. Right. Well, they haven't lived in their their office room <laughs> for the last few months. Right. Because a few months ago, and this is always how it starts, they, they start not coming, being home at night. Mm-hmm. And, and then they'll start they'll missing be, family dinners or go, ask, are we really having family dinner this week? Or they'll go on a Saturday or Friday night, they'll go and, and they'll be like, I'm going out to hang out with a friend. Mm-hmm. The tone of voice is always the giveaway. Oh, yeah. And they start asking, well, this time they were going to hang out with a friend and staying gone, but not telling us what was going on. And and we would say, you always call them out on it first. You always say- I say, what's her name? Yeah. That's always, it, it's even, become a joke even, like, to the point where even if they're not doing a, a dating yep. thing, they might have been held over late at work or they might have- I'm shaking in my head no you always get them it's always true and there's always some they'll, they'll say i was at work they'll say i was out with my buddies and you know they'll give us names of the buddies that we we've met or they'll say i was at a job interview or i was at the recruiter's office because for a while they were looking at joining the national guard and I, every time i'll say all right what's her name you say that so much so that now number two child will say it <laughs> It's true. We'll be at dinner and we'll start razzing Zero Child and they'll say, what's her name? Number two child has picked up on it because yeah. it, it's a thing. Yeah. Like, and, and not for no reason. Well, and, and I used to tease Zero Child when they were much younger, when they were teenager, because sometimes they didn't even know her name. Oh my God. <laughs> that they were running around with. That's terrible. Or not her whole name, just some nickname. Well, and but anyhow. like I had to just pester uh, number three child for their current boyfriend's last name because they didn't know it. And I'm like, you're wanting to stay the night at his house to go to a thing. With his family. With we his need to family. speak to parents. And you don't even know his last name. Right. <laughs> like, come on. So then you, you did speak to his mom and I did. everything. And, I did. And it, it was all good. But still, yeah. like, this is a thing that teenagers do. They'll, they'll build... I guess. I don't know. I don't remember doing that. I remember knowing people's names, first and last. Maybe my brain wasn't filled with TikTok, and that's why I knew other things. I don't know. Maybe you recall it that way, and maybe you also didn't have the same kind of extrovert nature that number zero and number three have, where they'll just glom onto anybody and hang out with them and make chit chat and like build friendships and have forgotten to ask for names. Okay. 
okay, that's possible. You sound a little bit like old man yelling at Cloud when you're like, my brain wasn't full of TikTok! <laughs> well, your brain does get full of various things. It's true, it's true. And it, it just can made only me laugh. hold so much. It just made me laugh, you're good. Yes, well, of course I am. I am the old man yelling at the cloud if there was one, so. They wouldn't tell us the name and that's the thing. Like, usually they'll just be like, ugh. They, they would say something along the lines of, there is no name, there is no girl, which was always a lie because their body language would totally give it away. But this or, time they were willing or to- Or they'd ad- tell you, we'd, we'd find out their name and then we'd say, where did you meet her? And yeah. It's usually f- through a friend. Or yeah. on Bumble or on, you know, some other app or, you know, and they would answer the questions if, if they had been talking to her long enough. Yes. If they hadn't, they would say, there's no girl, it's nothing serious, or I was really just out with friends, by which they mean, I'm going to call her a friend because I'm not ready to let you know that I'm mm-hmm. falling yet. Mm-hmm. But this time it was weird because they said, I- I'll tell you their name, I'll tell you her name soon. Oh, see, I don't, I don't know that part. All I know is having, I had a discussion with you about why would they not be telling us their name? And you said, because this is an old girlfriend. This is somebody whose name we already have heard before, and they don't want to tell us that name because they're concerned that we're going to express our concerns. Yes. And they don't like our concerns ever, like most children. You know, and I understand that there's, you know, some element of I'm grown, I want to do my own thing, and I don't need adults to tell me. And I understand that there's some element of, you know, individuation and not wanting to be told what to do. But I also think that, you know, you and I remember that shift between the end of adolescence where adults don't know shit and being full-grown adults and thinking back on some of the things that our parents said that we discounted and or some of the things that the functional adults around us said that we discounted that eventually we were like, oh, maybe they did know what they were talking about. I've yet to see number zero come back and say, oh, maybe you guys did know what you were talking about. They might have about something. They might have. But you know, that's usually like yet. a, that's usually like a, you know, an outlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incident. Although they did agree yeah. with us that they should not move in with anyone until they had been dating them for a year after running away with people twice to go and be emotionally abused in other cities. Ay, ay, ay. They did admit we were right about that one, but they never actually got around to implementing it. <laughs> Although I think that was part of the idea of them having this house and still having this as their home. Yeah, they they did come home more often after that. Well, they did take a big breather. Mm-hmm. And the breathers got longer in between not my girlfriend mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. And they did have one that was living out of town that would just come and visit, that they would go stay somewhere. And we never saw that one. That was the one who was preparing to transition. And I had a feeling that that was going to become a problem for number zero. Yeah. And you were like, no, I don't I don't know. Maybe well, we'll I was, see. I was hopeful it wouldn't be. You were be, hopeful. Yeah. I had a feeling it would become a problem because- It, it can often become a problem. Yeah. So one day they were home and they were going to go hang out with their friend. And I said something about, so this must be an old girlfriend that is on meds now or something. (laughs) Because this is definitely a situation. There were people who did need better treatment or, you know, better support to be able to be functional. When you have trauma, you seek other people who have trauma. Yes. Or you seek other people to take care of. Yes, that is definitely a thing. I'm just talking about you and me. From our our previous relationships, yes. yes, But yes, that is also a thing that number zero has done. So they were shocked. And I hadn't thought of it, you had, but Mm -hmm. I was... I had you the were oppor- the one who had the opportunity to say it. Yeah. So they said, what? How did you know that? 
<laughs> and I just stood there with the parent of the face. And right. I was like, well, you won't tell us who they are. Means so we, we must, must already, already know. know their name. <laughs> and they said, um, well, it's so-and-so, and they've gotten clean and sober, and they've been sober three years now. And they had proof of that. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, okay, because what else do you say when your kid's already doing something? Right? So, right? And so by this point, like, they were already not staying at home. This had been going on for three or four months. And and they were also at this time working towards getting their CDL license. They were in truck driving school, which was like a huge time commitment for them. And the fact that they had to quit working to invest all of their time and energy into this thing and then only work this one little part-time job. And there were a whole lot of challenges that they were facing in accomplishing this task, but they were really sticking to it. And we were super proud of them. Mm -hmm. And I can see how they would definitely want to also then at that point, if they were reconnecting with this person who had also made a lot of sacrifices to accomplish something really big for themselves. That totally makes sense that, you know, hey, all right, we can give this another try. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we we still don't know really how they got back together. Well, how do most lesbian exes get? Doesn't everybody just keep all the same friends forever anyway? And I mean, I can imagine it would be pretty easy to just stumble back into something. Well, they did say they met up with them again through friends. Okay. So possibly, I mean, because we are in a small place and the community is fairly small. Yeah. They, they might have found each other because of the same age group and mm-hmm. so forth. Yeah. So it could be. I don't know. Yeah. It's possible. So at this point, number zero child has officially given notice that they will be moved out at the end of the month, has moved everything out of their room, which is now once again my office, and is working full time. Yes. They are now At driving. the job. That they trained for. Yes, which is totally great. And I feel a little bit bad, like we kind of pushed them into it. Only a little bit though, because we had started charging them rent when they were job hopping a lot. Mm -hmm. And we were starting to feel like they were taking advantage of our space when they were really just using it for storage while they were job hopping and girlfriend hopping. Yes. And so we said, you know, we're going to need to start charging you rent and we're going to need to start making you, you know, if you're not going to be here contributing to elder care, by which by this point was no longer a thing, and chores and well, they, they, groceries. Well, they did have the job of chasing after the kids after dinner to do their chores and they weren't here for that either. No, they weren't doing that. That had become their chore, but they weren't here for a lot of family dinners anymore. So it was like, if if your room is just going to be a storage space, then we're going to charge storage space rent. Mm-hmm. And so they were doing that. And then they were having a hard time making that happen while they were finishing driving school. Mm-hmm. And we were totally willing to work with them and let them, you know, like put off payments or make partial payments or well, even, We, we even had done that pays. once before. We had... So we, I feel like by continuing to say, yes, we are happy to work out this rent situation with you, but we still expect you to make sure it gets paid. Well, yeah, and this has been a whole process with with them of teaching them to save money because first we tried to push them into a budget and then they would really disappear Mm -hmm. because they didn't want to talk about budgets. Because we would see them making all these terrible choices because they had basically free rent. Yeah, and then they'd go buy everything they wanted and not do anything. So we instead had them pay rent that was going to savings for them and we did that for a year. Mm -hmm. And then they needed to buy a car. And so they took that savings and went and bought the car. They got... 
they got a car and then I said that the rent would after that point be rent. And they paid the rent once or twice. And then they negotiated it, it down because... Yes. Started doing things like, can I not pay this month because I'm going to go to school? And I was getting very tired of that. And so I think, like I said, by that point, it was a matter of if I'm going to pay rent, I'm going to have my own damn space with my own damn girlfriend. And they, they realized the practicality of not paying rent where you weren't living. There's that. Right? So we did teach them something. <laughs> And they didn't really want to live here anymore. They they, they, they sometimes or mostly don't mind us, but their siblings are, you know. Their siblings are very challenging. And I also think they can't quite get over that boomerang generation thing. Like they have that stigma of moving back in with your parents. Like it's some sort of bad thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody puts it on the millennials, but I know plenty of Gen Xers who are doing the same thing. You know, it's the sandwich generation. It's the people who are taking care of kids and parents at the same time. It's this section of society who are moving back in with the parents partly to help out and partly because the economy sucks ass. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, there's still that cultural baggage of you're valuable if you are independent. That's a white person's deal because I knew plenty of people that were not expected to ever leave their house when, you know, when I was a teenager and a young adult, and unless they were married, the, the boys and the girls. Well, I also think that's a generational thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. So anyhow... But now they are finally, you know, they, they did give us notice after this last month, they got their, they got their big truck driving job and they're catching up on their back rent. And they're then real they, happy with their job. Oh my God. They are finally have a job that they're actually happy to go to. And I'm yes. so freaking happy for them mm -hmm. because I was so worried that they kept hitting roadblocks. Like they were thinking about joining the National Guard, but then there was some roadblock. They were thinking about going to school to become an electrician. And then there was some roadblock. They were thinking about, and they even tried to go to school to become like an environmental engineer tech something working on some sort of, I don't know if it was solar or wind or something. Well, and every once in a while, they'd get a really wild hair and decide they needed to go to school, but it was tomorrow, so couldn't I pay for it? Well, and the thing was, like, I totally understand that, yes, we said that we would help if you ever wanted to go to school, but we need more notice. I need more than five minutes notice that you need tuition. Right. And we explain that to them because we budget everything, every single thing. If we're having a coffee out, that's been budgeted. Yes. It's all but in the budget. It and is. And they couldn't understand that because they wouldn't do a budget with us. And then they finally learned when, when they were paying the, the rent to us for savings, they learned something about budgets. They did. They and less... they did. They were willing to sit down with me and analyze their like past three months worth of to the process of analyzing your current spending to project future spending. Mm -hmm. They were willing to sit down and do that process with me and make a spreadsheet. And, you know, we went through it all and figured it out. Mm -hmm. And we were able to project future spending. And they kind of had this sense of like, oh, is that what I'm spending on McDonald's? Mm -hmm. Because you don't always know what's happening. Like even with our budget, I'll come to you and say, okay, I feel like a lot of stuff is getting spent on X, Y, or Z. Can you tell me what's happening here? And you can tell me because you know our budget and you know what's happening. I can. And 90% of the time, that's all you need is to know more details about why and what. Yes. Sometimes because I worry about the money. You do because we both grew up in families where there wasn't enough ever. Yeah. And even though we don't have to worry about that now... There's that sense of it 
And then it's not like we make that much money because, you know, we are government employees. So there's that. We don't make a lot, but we do make steady. Yes. We do have job security. Yes. Which is a- Either way, Number Zero Child finally has their good job that they trained for. And I am so proud of them because they finally did find something that they could stick to and were able to overcome or find support for all of the roadblocks that they hit or the road bumps. Nothing became a block. Well, and that, my work wife helped them f- figure that out too, because she has a little more distance, but has all the information of, you did all this driving for Uber for people and then for food, and then you did all this driving for Amazon. Maybe you'd like to do some driving. Yes. And if you're going to do some driving, why don't you make money at it? You know... Yeah. And so, yeah, it was a matter of having, you know, they finally found something where they had the community and they had the support and they had the luck not to hit anything that they didn't have the community or the support for. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm super proud of them. And now they're moving out with the girlfriend who is supposedly, you know, three years sober, and I have no reason to doubt well, and, it. And we took, I took my aunt out to an event with that girlfriend and the girlfriend's mother, and the boy was there. Mm-hmm. And it was very nice. They, I don't pick up on a problem. And that was the person we met in the first place. That you said, I way like back, this one. Way back five years ago. Yeah. That we were like, she's a good pick. You can keep her. Yeah. And then she was gone. And, and so there she is. So, you know. Hooray. Yeah. So they have a job. They have uh, what appears to be a stable relationship. A stable income, a stable housing situation. We have launched an adult. Holy fuck. So Zero Child's going to come over for Thanksgiving, and we have invited their girlfriend. However, they did say their girlfriend may go with their family because they had some plans. But they they both seem very comfortable with the idea of just doing whatever they were going to do. Yes. And that's really nice to see. The huge thing that was the big problem before when like girlfriends would have to always be there and always be following them around and always be tracking them and always be, you know, and that's part of why they want to move them away to some other small town so that... I can the, keep a better eye yeah, on you. Yeah, and this one's like, okay, well, I might come to your parents. I might go with my mom. Do you care? No. Do you care? No. Okay, great. Sweet. Yeah, so they will be here. And they did come to the birthday things. Yes. Yes, that we had for zero and one. Yes. So that's like, they're not trying to be sneaky or run away or hide or anything. No, they seemed a little bit nervous like at the dinner. And I understand that, especially since like how everything fell apart before mm-hmm. and how... I I'm sure that they feel like they're they're waiting for someone to judge them for their prior mistakes. It won't be us. It won't be me. Nope. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's a very valid concern in most of Western sure. culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow. So, you get your office back. You just picked up paint. I did. I did. I, <laughs> I, I told have you a, you're not allowed to paint until after Thanksgiving. You don't want the paint smell. <laughs> I do not. I went to the store and got some paint, even though I have a cold. I thought, let me get that paint. Last week I had a cold. It was very audible when I did the editing. Oh, okay. Your cold is, I can hear it, but I don't know how how much. You might hear it differently when you're only listening to the audio itself. We'll see. But anyway. Yeah. So we we moved the bed out of there and there's nothing in there but a desk right now. And possibly my work wife and I are going to scrape the ceiling. 
We'll see. You're shaking your head no, but... I think it's a bad idea. I've scraped ceilings before. Mm-hmm. So, so have they. She has also done that. So anyhow... You've been referring to your work wife as they a lot recently. I I don't know. I, there's a lot of they's at our house, okay? Well, and that's the <laughs> thing. Like, I, I am bad at pronouns in general. Mm-hmm. Like, if I know you have a very specific pronoun, I will put in the work to make it happen. But otherwise, everybody kind of defaults to they. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad about that. Yeah. But... No, that's just like the name thing, trying to remember names. But anyhow, so do you think that's it? I think that might be it for now. All right. We'd love to hear from you. So let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Adult children adulting. Holy fuck. (laughs) You forgot the Batman part. What Batman part? You know, people say that holy whatever Batman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, usually putting a swear word on the end of it is the punctuation. So I wouldn't say holy fuck Batman. I would say holy adulting Batman or holy something else. Yes, I can see what you're saying. Okay. (laughs) This is not our conversation. (laughs) You let me get on a rabbit trail. (laughs) (laughs) As though I had any control over the situation. I'm just shrugging my shoulders really high. And yeah, so why don't you take that out of there and I'll start over. I will. Okay. (laughs) Nobody needs to hear all that wrong math. Unless they're listening to the bloopers, which I I heard that somebody is, so. Oh. There's your friend, neighbor's dog. I wondered why there wasn't anything for you to give the finger to during our intro. (laughs) We only had to do it once. We did. So anyway. Holy fuck. Still no Batman. (laughs) Still no Batman. I was a big Batman fan as a, I know as a kid, so you know. <laughs> I know, but Batman, Batman, I don't know if Batman fucks. I know that they say he doesn't go down on women, but did you hear about any of this? <laughs> no, this is you, and, and, you're, and when you say to me, there's this meme. <laughs> the current authors or the people who are in charge of that IP at the moment, somebody said something about him going down on Catwoman, and they were like, Batman doesn't do that. Heroes don't do that. Wow, those guys are really stuffy over there. I know, right? Ha, 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 ha.